The following podcast contains some strong language and some very average opinions. Any references to actual people are wildly inaccurate. It's probably best if you don't listen at all. The Roaring Peacock Podcast. Welcome back to the Roaring Peacock Podcast. This is the match preview between the very 90s style fixture, Leeds United versus West Ham at Ellen Road. Under the new lights on Friday night. My name's Adonis, you know me as the Adelites. And with us today is our small face merchant, Mr. Riot Badger Alex. I ain't done a small face in a while. I'm going to have to catch up now you said that. Good afternoon, everyone. And joining us from West Ham is Why We Drink podcast is Adam. It's nice to be here. Thanks for having me on. It's very, very nice to have you on, Adam. <laughs> hey, I, I can take whatever banter you can throw at me as long as you're happy to take it when I give it back. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, I really love Mary Poppins. I thought it was a great film. So. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Literally, Dick Van Dyke was the closest I came to a Cockney when I was six years old. Well, I mean, you've got a certain Dick Van Dyke look to you, so I think you could pull it off. I mean, he was a bit of a magician as well. And you're like, you know, blending into the background there. So there's some Mary Poppins stuff going on there. Come on, let's step in time. <laughs> For our podcast uh, listeners and uh, who don't watch the YouTube videos, I'm wearing the 9596 green and navy away kit. And um, because I'm using a green screen, it's making me, it's kind of disappearing. So that's what Adam is referring to. <laughs> Yeah, it's fully on purpose it was just designed it's it's a metaphor for life we're only 50% here because of COVID that's what it is that's fair and that's very fair wow that's so fucking that's a bit too deep too early too deep too early I mean I've been accused of that before (laughs) (laughs) so so is Jack Grealish by the looks of things today I don't oh, even know the story behind that photo, but I haven't even seen the photo. But I'm going to guess. His, to I'm going to guess he's on the floor mm. because he usually is. He's laid down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's always on the. He's always laid down. I think that's what it is. He, he's, he was walking past and somebody just went near him and he fell on the bed and then that's the where the photos come from. I think we're not. We're not sure. Some of us aren't sure if I'm it's been sure. photoshopped or not. Alex is. I don't. I don't think it's been photoshopped. Looking at his hair that's dangling from the the right hand side of his head, that it's not been cut out. I'm so, so glad. I was assuming you're talking about his actual head. I mean, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. No, his, his mushrooms not out. So this is my, this is my first experience <laughs> of um, this Legion United podcast, and already it's very questionable. Um, <laughs> the topic that you boys are bringing up, you know, let's not talk about the game. Let's talk about dirty photos of Jack Grealish. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> the brand of this podcast. Welcome. <laughs> He's striking a pawn pose. Okay. He's striking the classic pawn pose actually with the with his with his elbow crooked and his head resting on his hand. His head's kind of lounging back and it, and his uh luscious locks are, are draped over his hand. So it's a, it's a very sexual pose. And there's also a naked um a black girl in the, in bed next to him. <laughs> All right. Good old Jack Greenish. <laughs> 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 I mean, yeah, good for him. There is, there is a clue to the fact that it's not photoshopped. If you look at the the reflection in the, the light, you can see 
that that's not been altered. The the pose is exactly the same, etc. So, yeah, I mean, I can't. I mean, I, part of me now wants to see it, but I, I'm like, nah, do I? Do I want to see it? I'm just worried. I don't even give a fuck what he does. I just, from a technical aspect, I don't think it's been photoshopped. I don't care about anything else. I don't think it's a scandal. Is he single? Is he married? <laughs> nah, I don't care. Oh, I am not bothered about. I'm just going to smile face him in that photo and then just repost it. There's nothing else. Just I mean, footballers are allowed to are allowed to have sex. No, no, they're not. No. <laughs> yeah, I think they are. Yeah. I think so too. So when I was growing up, there were a few London clubs that I detested. Chelsea, and being the number one, I think. Um, Millwall, definitely not. Scum. No, definitely not. Not for me. Um, Arsenal, I didn't mind because they were just so good. Henri and Pires and that, that, that team was just so incredible to watch. Didn't like it when they played us and beat us. Um, but, uh, what I would say is that West Ham were the more affable team, I would say the more likable sort of, uh, scallions. <laughs> no, I, I like that. I think that. How would you respond to that, Adam? Well, I think that West Ham are often referred You're to. You're likable, Adam. You're likable. <laughs> what have you got to say about that? <laughs> we're often, West Ham are often referred to as everybody's second team. Um, and I think partly it's the history, the history of England winning the World Cup with a core of West Ham players. I think that that has something to do with it. Just because, you know, when you look back at the 66 World Cup, the goal scorers and the captain played for West Ham. And, and also there's never scandals. And the reality is we've never been that good. And it's really only teams who achieve stuff that piss people off. And so until the Tevez affair... Uh, we were pretty much covered in glory, a family team. We didn't sack our managers, good history. Um, and, and so, and we had some good players as well who went on to do good things. As Can I just you, say, firstly, no. firstly, that this 1966 shit, like we won the World Cup, that's probably the only reason to hate West Ham. So, <laughs> <laughs> minus points for bringing that up. <laughs> but what else have we got? Literally, what else have we got? As an England fan, I, I use that the, the term fan loosely at the moment. Um, but as an England fan, that World Cup is literally all we've got. So you're not fucking taking it off me. You oh, bastard. No. no, you're sharing it. You're sharing it with us. Yeah. <laughs> so why the West Ham are, are a team that you don't hate? Because we allow you to share it. But, you oh, know, the glory so teams. Yeah, thanks. You know. <laughs> Another reason why people love West Ham. <laughs> We're a generous team. We're often giving away goals and points. Can you give us three uh, on Friday night, please? <laughs> yeah, while you're at it. Probably. Probably. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think, I mean, do, you want to sit, do you want me to start going into the match stuff or do you want to save that? I don't, I don't know. Your, I don't want to like derail your plan. We don't have a plan. There's no <laughs> fucking plan. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, tomorrow's game... I am not confident because because of the game against Manchester United, we played the best we've played forever. The first half of Man United, literally, I had friends message me saying, well, what's your Venmo? I'm just going to pay you now the bet because <laughs> we annihilated them. And then once again, VAR, which don't get me started, mm. fuck VAR. Like what, VAR is supposed to create fairness in the game, but all it does is create 
fairness in certain areas of the game, which makes more areas unfair. Hmm. Any football fan, in fact, no, any person with an idea of geometry could see that when, when the ball was kicked, it clearly curved out and back into play. A match of the day did like a, you know, they used VAR technology to show, yep, the ball was miles out of play. But in the game, apparently, now VAR can see if it's brushed against someone's fingertip in the lead up to a goal and disallow it. They can't (laughs) fucking see if the ball's left the pitch. Like, are you fucking kidding me? But the reason I rant about that is that I can see that you've needed to. Uh, I can see that you've needed to get this off your chest. Adam. <laughs> yeah, I'm pissed about it. I'm glad we can be your uh, your support group. And so, how does that I... make you feel? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it makes me feel as though we have not got a lot of chance against Leeds United because you know, I, I don't know. David Moyes is hardly one of those characters who like is brimming with enthusiasm um he's not your like you know he's just not that sort of a manager and I think after losing in that manner to Manchester United I have a feeling it's going to be tough for him to pick him up after that um, right. and I feel like I, you might need to change the name of your podcast to VAR is why we do <laughs> yeah. yeah you're right I drunk a lot that game <laughs> I think uh, the thing is though because we get fucked over by VAR as well it'll be five goals each but every single one will be ruled out by VAR and it'll be nil-nil I, I do think that Leeds have got a, a very good chance you know we've been handed a blow with Arthur Masuaku who's been playing like as a, a left winger he's just had surgery on his knees he's going to be out for that game Antonio is injured, which is a massive blow because yeah. you saw the highlights, but Sebastian Allaire was through on goal, beat the goalkeeper, and then fell over. Literally fell over his own feet. So I think that you guys are... So- Does he Bielsa- get a lot of abuse? Because let me oh, tell yeah. you, if uh, if a Leeds player did that, if Bamford did that, fucking hell. Oh, yeah. There'd be abuse for days. <laughs> There's, yeah. I mean, and you didn't pay £45 million for Bamford. You know, like we've yeah, paid forty five million for a guy. Million. Yes. You know, <coughs> okay. and I'm like, I get it, people make mistakes, but forty five million How much was our club? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Hang but on. you guys you, you guys have got some good players. I mean, and I'm you know, I've got a lot of respect for Liam Cooper. Um I always have. I actually used to work for Whole City and um when when he was coming through the ranks, we we had kids that come in and they'd interview a player. And whenever Coops came in to do that, he was so good with the kids. Like he was just yeah. like super down to earth guy. I remember a couple of them he even gave his like gamer tag to so that the kids could play Call of Duty with him. Yeah. And you know, the level of him as a as a man, and you know, I want him to achieve at Leeds. You know, he's really one of the good guys in football. Um I've I've got a lot of respect for him. And it's changed a lot because, you know, I mentioned to you guys before this started, I used to hate Leeds United in the 90s. Uh, you know, I think it's because dirty Leeds, Guilty. you know, <laughs> because it was like dirty Leeds. And I remember, like, I remember the first, one of the first times I saw Leeds play at Upton Park. I remember David Batty literally put his elbow through Joe Cole's skull, like just oh, killed yeah. him at the, right, on right. the sideline right in front of me. And I'm like... You motherfucker! I've never screamed so much in my life. Uh, we went on to lose that game, but like, I did not like Leeds, and I still hung on to that a bit. 
But after watching the Amazon thing and seeing Bielsa come in, like now, like I see, I don't, I want Leeds to succeed again. Like I, <laughs> I really do. Um, and what Amazon can do, that's why I refuse to watch the Tottenham one because I, I will not let my irrational hatred of Tottenham Hotspur go away. So I won't watch that show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, it's powerful is that documentary though as a few people have said exactly the same thing where it's like they've either not been interested or been um uh, nonplussed by leads or have had a hatred and then it's softened them to us because it's it's quite a human thing so don't like yeah. that so much i'd rather be hated. having seen ha- having <laughs> seen joe cole attempt punditry I do feel like there might have been some, some lasting, lasting effects. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> I think you're probably right. <laughs> you just say, oh, d- yeah, so, uh, Joe, do you reckon uh, he's a modern-day David Batten? He's like this. <laughs> I've not heard uh, that name in a long time. Gosh. Anyway. But, but I, I mean, I can give you... Do you want, do you want another lead story? Do you want me oh, to tell on. you... So I used to work when I was like 16, 17, 18, I worked in a hotel. And whenever Leeds played in London, they'd stay there. Uh, whenever right. teams played West Ham, they'd stay there. And, you know, most of the um, most of the teams, you know, most footballers are not the greatest people. But like back then, it was when David O'Leary was the boss and you had like Gary Kelly and Hart, all of those guys. And, and they were fucking hilarious. Now, the people I worked with got all pissed about, like, they all pissed off. They got mad because, you know, some people just don't like being in a room with footballers. They can't treat them like normal human beings. But, like, I went over to the table. They called me over, and they literally started giving me a drinks order. This is, like, the night before the game. They're like, I want a pint of Guinness. Uh, what do you want? Do you want, what do you want? And they, they literally gave me an imaginary drinks order. Um, and at the end of it, I was like, shall I just go and check with the gaffer that this is okay, that you can do that? Like, no, 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 don't worry about it. Just just, just bring it, just bring it through. And like they had a good level of banter. They kept on, like the TV in the room, they kept on flicking the porn on on the TV. <laughs> and the women that were working were not happy about it at all. But I mean, I thought it was... <laughs> I thought it was great banter, you know. So, so uh, I've, I don't know. Since all of that stuff, I've really started to warm to Leeds. And I do, I do think that. Yeah, I'd like to be on and tell you that I still hate them, and I hope that they lose. <laughs> uh, and obviously, I hope they lose tomorrow. But yeah, the hatred has gone away. So, what era of Leeds was that with the Hotel Antics? So the Hotel Antics. So that must have been in the early two thousands, I would say, um, late. Let me think. I'm 36 now, so yeah, yeah, it would have been about around 2000, 2001. So like the Champions um, League sort of days. So it was, mm. in fact, as I remember another time, it was right when the scandal was happening with right. Woodgate and that. And in fact, okay. they they had just been to court, and they didn't. The team didn't know if they'd get there to join up with the team or not. And right. they did, but they came in late, and it was literally while all of that court stuff like was going down so it was right on that era and that was a little bit awkward you know there was there was a bit of tension there yeah yeah it was but they were tension on the field as well you should have seen it yeah yeah Yeah. beginning of the end for us that was yeah well the beginning of the end back then but now the resurgence is the resurgence is here um i'm sure you guys are a little bit more positive about things at the moment yeah, a bit more positive from back then, yeah. And you know, we've we've done the the League One tour. That was fun. Um, yeah, but I, I did check it. Forty five million is what Radrizani paid for Leeds United. Yeah, oh, so. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> wow. So literally the same amount of money as Sebastian Allaire. Yeah. yeah. I know who you got a bad deal. One Leeds United or one Allaire. I know what I'd choose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh dear. Okay. So, um, our listener knows quite a bit about leads. Um, so Adam, can you give us a quick kind of synopsis of us to, that's, that's too good of a word for this podcast, isn't it? <laughs> Three syllables. It just confuses me about what I was doing. A summary. That's oh, also okay. three syllables, you fucking bastard. You proper <laughs> English. Status? <laughs> huh? Does that count? Is that Latin? <laughs> <laughs> of uh, the 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 stage of West Ham. Where are West Ham? Well, I mean, that's... In, Tell in, us about it. It's an interesting question. Um, because, because I'll just preface this. Last... I don't pay much attention to West Ham. I'm sorry to break your heart. It's, I don't um, blame you. But, but there was a couple of years ago... Maybe. Some time ago, there was one point where the crowd were gathered around the director's box and they were perhaps throwing things at the directors, potentially. Um, there was some kind of protest and it was all very exciting. I can remember that. Yeah. So can we maybe go from there to where we are now? All right. So that stuff's still really going on. And that's only because, like, we were sold a dream of, you know, Upton Park was a classic ground, much like Ellen Road. And if they were telling you, all right, we're going we're gonna to knock down Ellen Road and move Leeds United to a soulless pit, you know, straight away, you'd be like, well, fuck you. You know, like, I mean, because for me, my granddad, who was my hero in life, like he took me to one of my first ever games at Upton Park. And I've got memories and, and it's a sacred place. You know, I think our football ground is a sacred place. And so the owners know that because they're apparently West Ham fans. So they sold us a shit ton of lies to explain why leaving there is a great idea. And so reluctantly, the fans were like, okay, it makes sense. And then it just turned out to be lies. You know, the the stadium was not fit for football. We're miles away from the pitch. This, the, you know, the view lines were shit. The investment didn't come into the club. We didn't end up actually owning the ground. And like from an outsider looking in, these business guys, Golden Sullivan, I know their their end game is quite clearly to own the stadium because you, we're all paying for it. The taxpayers are paying for that stadium still, which yeah. is stupid. But like they're businessmen and they're smart. They know that at some point the government will give them the stadium or sell it for nothing. Because the reality is it's costing taxpayers money every single year. So they're waiting. Their plan is to own the stadium to sell the club. That's why that Benihana deal, whatever his name is, that we, you know, stupid business. Their business has been nonsense. You know, we sell Grady Diangana to West Bromwich Albion. He's a West Ham through and through, grown up through the youth, loves the club, excited to play. We sell him for... 15 million or whatever to West Brom because we don't need any wingers. And then we buy Benny Hanna from, from whatever his name is, Ben Rama from Brentford for 20 million. Who's a winger. Did you say Benny Hanna? 
I call him Benny Hana because it's like a hibachi restaurant here. So that's my nickname for him. But I've said Benny Hana so many times that I forget his actual name. <laughs> isn't this, isn't this a, a skate a skating move or, or something? Yes, it's um, on Tony Hawk. You're out of Ben. Yeah. Yeah, I remember oh, that. Um, <laughs> but, you know, their business has been awful, you know. And instead of signing him, it's like, all right, well, we'll loan him. Because the writing's on the wall for them selling the club. And so right now it's a smash and grab. They're trying to get as many assets out of the club as they can um, to sell us off. Because, I mean, there's no denying that in England, West Ham are in the best location as far as a foreign investor. That's why the Olympics were held there in the stadium. Mm. You know, the whole infrastructure was built there for people coming from all over the world. So they know that for a rich Arab who wants to go play the football game, West Ham are prime time. And I think that's really what they're waiting for. So the fans are upset about that. And because I think that West Ham fans are very much like Leeds fans in the way that most of them are, they're very working class people, people who love their football. It's a family club. You know, it's, we don't get a lot of West Ham fans that aren't from the area. You know, it's a local team and you support your local team. And so I think there's a lot of synergy between both of our clubs. Hmm. Um, and, you know, obviously you guys have had a little more success. I, I don't past. want to just shit all over your very touching story. <laughs> no, do it. Do it. Um, shit all over it. <laughs> and, and yeah, please just take this as banter. But <laughs> there's something about your face that reminds me a little bit of Elijah Wood. <laughs> I don't I know what it is. I've never heard that. Have never, you heard it? No, never. You've never. Have you? Can you see it, Alex? It's in the eyes, and it just reminds me. All, all, I've, all that's been going on in my head, right, is just shut the fuck up, Donny, and don't mention Green Street Hooligan. Don't mention it. Don't fucking mention it. I love that film. Yeah, I mean, it's a good film. No, I've never heard was that it, before. I've had Joe Cole. Was it in touch? Yeah, Joe Cole, really. Yeah, oh. I've had, well, when I was younger, before, thinner. Before or after the David Batty inflicted brain <laughs> yeah. injury. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's why I didn't mention it. That's why I wasn't going to mention it until you said that, because, <laughs> because I knew I would set you up, but you're welcome. You know, I'm not, I'm not sure about that. <laughs> there, there, is, there is one thing to say, though, just as a, an addendum to that story. So the person who, whose prime responsibility to move you from Upton Park to London Stadium is Angus Kinnear. Who is our managing director? So it's the long game. We are putting ourselves in this position so we can beat you tomorrow. So that's what it yeah. is. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. I think going to the, you know, the West Ham fans, thankfully, this season, we have performed way better than expected. You know, we really have. Um, we have only really been outplayed, I'd say, in, in three games Newcastle, somehow, at the beginning of the season. No idea how, because they're useless. Um, and then half of the Arsenal game, and then the second half of this Man United game. But apart from that, we've been good. Like, And when we haven't been good, we've won the games anyway. Mm. You know, So I think that this is, um, you're going up against the West Ham team who have got good form. You know, We're flying fairly high in the table. Um, but I, I don't think we'll be able to cope with, with Leeds' pressure. Honestly, but, but so I don't know. we were almost becoming Adam's second team there, Alex, and then you brought Angus Kinnear. Sorry, sorry, I was bringing it back to some rivalry. He fucking hates us again. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, you 
I, yeah, I'd forgotten about that prick. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen your face, your face drop yeah. so quickly. Just I know, <laughs> I know. I'd forgotten about that arsehole. Let's th- let's go back to thinking about the good things about about Leeds. <laughs> you have had some incredible uh, results this season, and you have been playing well from from the little I've seen, um, and even towards the back end of last season. So. Do you think it's David Moyes' time? Because there was a lot of talk of him being, you know, the um, the heir apparent to to Red Nose, uh, the um, the scum. Yeah. And it's never uh, materialized for him. I just written him off as basically a shit manager who doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> Which I think is fair. I mean, I think it's fair. There's a lot of evidence to support that. Um, and you know, I think he's just got a little bit lucky. He specializes in players, playing players totally out of position. And sometimes it works, you know, so he's just decided, I know what we'll do. We'll play like three at the back and two wing backs. We'll put our left back at center back. We'll put our right midfielder at striker. We'll put our central attacking midfielder on the left wing. And literally, you guess as good as mine. A bunch of West Ham fans are wondering if Ryan Fredericks, who's a right back, we're wondering if he'll get a go up front against Leeds because it wouldn't shock anyone. Well, it would shock anyone if he didn't start and it happened because Moyes also hates making substitutions. You know, like we we can be 3-0 down in a game against Tottenham, actually. We're 3-0 down. We did come back. But he didn't make any changes at half time, um, and that's the David Moyes way. So I'm not; I, my mind is not made up on him. He's doing a great job so far, but yeah, I think the jury's still out. I feel like there's a massive chip on um, the shoulder of, of of British managers because they, you know, never get a look in. So True. they've got to try these outlandish things like. Courting controver- controversy almost to uh, to try and get noticed. So you've got you know Moyes playing everyone out of position, you know Chrissy one point Wilder trying inverted uh, centre backs, <laughs> and um, and Gareth Southgate trying to trying to play a, a side of uh, eleven right backs. <laughs> They're all like, please notice me. I know that I'm English, and you probably want to you know give the award to to some Spanish guy, but. Look at all these right backs I'm playing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think there's something to be said for that. I really do. Because you're right. We haven't seen very many successful British managers and it kind of makes sense. Yeah. I mean, even today, he's, in his comments, responding to Bielsa uh, revealing his lineup, um, he's gone, well, it might not be his team. It might be a bit of mind games. It might be this. It's like, no, it's just his team. This is what he does. Yeah. Uh, so, he's, he, said, he said, maybe it's a bluff. Yeah, no. That's what he said. No, that's not Bielsa. Bielsa doesn't bluff. That's not no. Bielsa's way. I mean, it really isn't. You know, I like I said, I love the fact, like I say, I think Bielsa has changed Leeds United. Not only has he changed Leeds United as a team, but he has massively changed the perception of Leeds United. Yeah, just in, in being... from a PR point of view. I mean, he's, he's done what would have taken years and years and years. Yeah. Um, that plus the Amazon documentary, you know, we are, like you say, that West Ham are everybody's second team. I think that's probably a label that you could put with us uh, for this season. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's brilliant and I hope he never leaves. 
that's the danger. That everything everything that we look at is at the end of every season because he does a one year contract at a time. It's like, oh my god, he's going to go in. He's going to go. We haven't given him what he wants. The the paint the paint in the uh, in the change rooms has changed. He doesn't like it. No, he's going to go. He's going to go. So yeah, uh, every season you'll we'll get to the end of this season that you'll see Leeds fans panicking again. So, and I'm not surprised. I mean, yeah. you know, because it's a massive coup to get him to. You know, no one expected that. Um, yeah. And it and it worked. You he know, does say that it's it's all about the fans. He mm. does say that, yeah. but then at the end of the day, he puts us through all that shit every season. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, but it's hard though. It's hard for us as fans to sometimes see footballers and managers as like people as well. You know, because we're so used to like watching and praising them, slagging them off. Like we sometimes forget that they're human beings who have got real life decisions to make you know like do i want to be away from home for another year do i want to you know is it worth it at this stage i can't imagine money as a huge driving force for the guy no no it's not um you know and you know he's been sold on a dream and i think that the crucial thing is the fact that the fans have got the fans massively support him Mm. and i reckon that providing the fans continue to support him and what he does I don't see him going anywhere anytime soon. No, I am not. I'm not. At, at least, can I see a Premier League game with Leeds United and Bielsa as the manager? That's all I want to see. See one of them live, and then that's fine. Cool. He can go then. No, he can't. He can't. No, he can't. No, I don't mean that. <laughs> so, what do you boys think the score will be tomorrow? Oh. Right. Um, yeah. So this. <laughs> I like the way you directed us onto the exact place that I was going to take us. Look at this. It's working well, this. <laughs> this needs to be every week. Just not going to work very well. <laughs> I've got like a, I've got a, I've got a Man City shirt in there. I could, pre- no, I couldn't pretend to be an old. <laughs> I think you've got the, the right general... accent, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Yeah, with my eyes closed, I thought you were a scum fan. <laughs> So the general gist of the conversation has has gone somewhat like very surprised that West Ham are doing so well this season and well done to Leeds, everyone's second team, greatest manager in the world and we've almost converted you, basically. Finger is poised over the the buy the shirt button. So... (laughs) Get you a copy of the Bielsa Bible and uh, you'll be a Bielsa sister, be great. (laughs) Bit of an exaggeration, maybe. <laughs> Slight um, exaggeration. <laughs> each week we do a match preview prediction and we keep a league table. Alex is losing. Always. <laughs> 10 10 9. Because of an unbelievably accurate guest last week from our Chelsea guest, Dan, from the subreddit, mod, mod of the subreddit. So he got five points. So, Alex is going to be fucked if you come up with a scoreline like that. So, the way it works is you get one point if you correctly guess a win, draw, or a loss. You get um, two extra points if the score is, uh, if the the scoreline is correct. And you get an extra point for goal scorers, but you can't just list off goal scorers. You also get minus one point if your goal-scoring guess doesn't work out. So, with all that in mind, Adam, let me know your prediction. 
I mean, every every ounce in my body wants to predict a West Ham win, um, but I think we're going to lose two nil. I you do. Come back every week, <laughs> and uh, it would. Sh- I think Bamford will score. Do I have to guess both goal scorers? You can leave it. No, at no, one. no. You can't. You can guess both. Just guess one that's wrong. So then I'll get, you'll get minus one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's I'll entirely just... o- entirely optional. You don't have to. You don't have to guess any goal scorer. Well, I'm gonna. I feel like Bamford's gonna score because we're, you know, we're Cresswell at the back. He ain't got a lot of pace. I think Bamford will do us for pace and score. So, I, I think he'll score one of them. I'm not gonna predict the second one, but if we do lose two nil, I hope it's Liam Cooper just for the sake of him. Um, I hope it's him that gets a goal from a corner, but I won't have that as an official guess. If you want to throw me a bonus okay. point, if a corner kick comes in and he scores, then I'll take a bonus point just to fuck Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody hates me. <laughs> <laughs> it's competition, mate. Um, and if West Ham aren't going to win the real competition, then at least yeah. I could get some joy of beating you That's in this it, one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, what am I going to go with? I, mm, I reckon it's going to be a two-all draw. I reckon it's going to be pretty tight, and I think we're going to see Rafinha and Bamford score, and Jared Bowen. Ooh, interesting. Because he loves scoring that. against us. Although it, the thing is with Dallas, I think Dallas will keep him quite quiet, but I still think I still think he'll get a goal. But yeah. Okay, Ooh. so that's that done. That's me, bottom of the league. <laughs> <laughs> you were doing really well until oh, no, after Chelsea. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. What was his guess again? Did he guess the right score? Three one, yeah. Oh, fuck's sake! And he best guessed he also, Bamford, didn't he? And Giroud for a massive five points I in one game. That, I hope he put that bet on. I really hope he put that bet on. <laughs> I wish. I wish I, I can't bet on the football here because being in America, you can't do it. You know, it's not betting isn't allowed in Texas, really. So have the things that are allowed in Texas. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you can shoot people for coming up your driveway. <laughs> Uh, right. but, yeah. but fuck me you try and make a bet with them oh yeah. you're in trouble yeah. you can you can shoot black people I've heard as well <laughs> well yeah, yeah of course next. doesn't even no, matter no. if they're on your driveway no, or no, no 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 only if you're a police officer yeah that's, oh, the, badge. Yeah, that's the rule that's the rule yeah that's the rule <laughs> I got it uh, of, of course but 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 all lives matter of course <laughs> oh god hell. oh god don't get started on that <laughs> <laughs> CIA has joined the chat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I've already, I've literally already been deported once. I don't, I don't want to be deported again. It's, it's a lot of money. It's a lot of pain, and yeah, no, I'm done with that. So, Adam, lots of questions. Why are you in Texas? Where did you get deported from before? So, uh, I came here for work. Um, I run a little company in the printing industry, and. Um, apparently basically I got deported because Trump became president. And so it's, it's easier to deport people who are following the, the rules. Uh, <clears throat> when I went for like a visa renewal, they rejected it. Um, because even though I own the company, apparently I'm not managerial or executive enough. That, that was their, <laughs> that's their legitimate was reason. That Trump, is that Trump's definition? Well, in his they, administration, they like, yeah. Yeah. Where's where's all your where's all your golf clubs and 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 how many um how many McDonald's have you been eating every day? I know. Oh I'm, no, none. No. Nope. Oh, you're out. 
And so, yeah. Doesn't sound executive. No, not executive enough, apparently. So, yeah, I got my lawyers working on it. And then it got to a point where they're like, look, you have to leave the country in the next week. (laughs) And I'm like, "Uh, okay, what if I don't? Well, you'll probably be red flagged and never allowed back in. So, yeah, it's pretty crazy to have to leave your house, your company, your everything, your life, and not know if you're going to be able to get back to it. But yeah, yeah. welcome to America. I like it here, though. It's it's cool. Yeah. I like it here. You have to say that. <laughs> no, but seriously, it's, the thing is, though, living in a place like this and being from England, you meet you meet the craziest people. Like you know, and some of my friends do. You know, they do all sorts of things. And I think having the accent is what opened the door to meet these people. And now, you know, some of my friends who they play for FC Dallas, the MLS team here. And um, and it's been interesting to get to know like the behind the scene, the real behind the scenes of a football club, you know, right. to have friends who are the players and, right. you know, how contracts work. And yeah, it's, it's just been a, a cool thing to learn. So, so we're talking steroid injections, performance enhancing <laughs> drugs, like prostitutes, strippers, like L- linked photos of you on a bed, you know, yeah, <laughs> probably 50% of those things. Yeah. <laughs> you've seen how the sausage is made basically and that's what jack Grealish is doing in that far yeah there you go <laughs> so you, you're playing five aside with these guys or well actually i play i played in a an over 30s seven aside league with a bunch of youtubers um they do trick shots they're called dude perfect so if you're on youtube oh, yeah yeah check out their channel i mean they don't they've got like nearly 60 million subscribers i think um but yeah, they I play well I, until COVID. Anyway, I was playing mm. yeah seven aside, um, which is which is a lot of fun. Um, yeah. But you know, I've never been good at football. I've I've always been like the shit one. So here I'm just average. So it's nice, <laughs> you know. You're like <laughs> in America, it doesn't matter how how good you are. You let you get to go up a rung of the ladder, which is mm. it's quite nice. I might move over. You should, <laughs> unless you try try playing with the the girls, who are clearly better than than most of us. Okay, so what's yeah. funny is there's a big thing here called co-ed. All right, so it's boys and like men and women play together. Right, and mm. I think being English, there's something inside us that's like ah, that just isn't right. All right, so but I'm like okay, well well I'll see what this is about. So they say it's co-ed. Here's the craziest thing. If a woman scores, it counts for two fucking goals. What? Yeah. So no. it's, yeah. So if it's a penalty, <laughs> no, no. so if you get a penalty, it's always the woman that goes up to take it because then it's worth two. So I'm like, hang on, this isn't the reason that you're letting women play with men for equality in the first place because this doesn't make any sense. Just, it feels a bit patronising. Oh, well done. We're yeah. going to give you two for that bit. Well done. Bit. A bit. Can you believe? I, mean, <laughs> I know. I'm like, but the thing is, you live here for long enough, and you just literally things like that happen. It's like, ah, uh, but it's America. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they've got cheese in a can, mate. You know, they're not gonna. <laughs> don't knock. I mean, I, don't I, knock I, it till I you know. tried it. <laughs> <laughs> I freely admit that I've heard like worse stories of the inequalities. Coming out of the US, <laughs> but still, that's quite fucking shocking. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. It's not even uh, a quality of outcome, is it? 
no, it, like it, but when I heard that, it I literally just like I, I thought they were joking, but it's yeah. like no, 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 that's just how it is, and and you just get to a point where you're just like, all right, I mean, just. I'm gonna... it, I'm going to suggest it to my league. If I score it, it's got counts as two because I'm fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? I mean, yeah. we're I can already see how that will go. Okay, <laughs> so then uh, let's let's wrap this up. Then, like a the uh, one of the Christmas presents that we have um, that we have bought. I'm impressed. Oh, you got me a present. Hey. Oh, that's, you got me a gift way, for being it? on the show. We have, oh. but we've donated it to Slunglaw, who are yeah. our charity partners who are delivering gifts to uh, the, in the final food package that they've given out through Huntsman. Love that. So. <laughs> right. So the 300 toys have been wrapped. Yes. Um, and they've been combined with 300 bags of sweets. Oh, I love so uh, in four days' time, the deliveries will start going out. And if you are a driver and you would like to volunteer to be a driver elf, I believe we still need a couple of more volunteers. So please get in touch. Yep, I'm driving on the 14th. So um, if anyone wants to be a passenger with me, good luck. Um, <laughs> but I'm not. I don't know if I'm getting dressed up as an elf yet. Don't know. Don't I think you should. Mm, I might do. I think, I I think you should. <laughs> We'll see. You'll at least get a hat. You'll get an elf hat. There you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah we'll if see. I was if I was closer, I, apparently I already looked like a hobbit, so that's close. So uh... <laughs> we're going on an adventure. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, what I worry about wearing an elf hat, right, is if I'm driving and there's a bit of road rage and I forget that I'm wearing an elf hat. Fucking dickhead! What the fuck are you doing? Do I look like an? Oh, I do look like an elf. Never mind. Oh, that's yeah. that that's would be the scary brilliant. thing about that's the one scary thing about the the states for me is like road rage or football hooliganism. All the crazy people have got guns. Don't yeah. they? So... The argument has been solved with a the gun. <laughs> there's no yeah. fo- there's no football hooliganism because first of all, there's barely away fans, yeah. and second of all, when there are away fans, they just sit with the home fans. So, <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. 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 I, but I just can't imagine it how it would be. It just. Come and have a go if you think, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. seriously, though, like, we think... I'll tell you one little gun story. But we hear in England all the time about how ridiculously easy it is to get guns, right? So I decided to... I saw a sign for a gun show. A friend was visiting me, and I was like, let's go and see what this is about. And so we go to this random, like, village hall, and it's like a flipping car boot sale, but with guns. <laughs> So I go around and I'm looking at these rifles and I'm like, so can I I get these? Oh, yeah, yeah. These are just hunting rifles. You can walk out here with one of these today. So I was like, okay. So I go around and there's a table full of these like pistols. And I see one with a red dot sight on. And so I'm like, oh, cool, a red dot sight. It's like I'm in COD. So I said, can I I, like look at it? Oh, yeah, of course. So I have my hand, press the red dot sight. And I said, so can I, am I allowed to buy this? And the guy, literally, this was his conversation with himself out loud. He's like, well, I guess not being from this country, you're kind of out of state. So I could set it up as an out of state transfer. So, but you know what? Don't worry about that one. Look at this one. And handed me another gun and then actively tries to sell me a fucking pistol. And I, I turn to my friend and I look at her and I'm like, oh my God. But like, that's real life. It literally yeah. is that easy to go and buy fucking guns. Mm. 
I, I imagine you'd be like, yeah, but does it matter if I'm, you know, I'm a little bit crazy? Yeah. Like, they don't, they don't give a Psychologist, right? It's, it's literally akin to you trying to sell your DVDs out of your car boot. You... Oh, my God. It's insane. Well, I could do, I could do you this copy of American Beauty, and you are out of state. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so... I guess. It's insane. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so final thoughts on the game, then. Let's bring it back to yeah, some semblance idea. of a football podcast. <laughs> Sorry, this is my fault. I go on and on. But yeah, no, I mean, I'm excited no. about the game. It's at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> For me. <laughs> yeah. So I'll, I'll be in the pub with a few other hammers and we'll be watching it. Um, but no, I'm expecting it to be a good game, you know, because we, you guys set up very well to attack. We set up pretty defensively to counter-attack. And so I think it will make for a, for a fun game of football. Yeah, that's that's the bit that worries me is because we don't play well for teams that sit back. And you are a, re- a really well-defending team, so that worries me a bit. But I think it's, it's still going to be a good one. Um, I'll be really interested to see what the lights look like. That's a bit of a geeky thing for me, but you know the lights haven't changed at Ellen Road for me since I've been there. So um, wow. it's going to be a lot brighter, and it might be in Super HD. Might be able to see what we're looking at. Wow. But um, the problem with that is, is we've had trouble with the lights getting in Bamford's eyes, uh, going for a diving header and, and missing chances. So hopefully it solves that. Well, I mean, I think that, yeah, defensively we're good. And you'll see, I mean, Declan Rice, he's probably a future England captain. You know, if you haven't, you probably haven't got to see him play. No, I'm, I'm not... I'm not kidding. That's the funniest one you've said so far. So I'm not, listen... I would love to see. Wait, wait till you've watched the game because you've probably not seen him play for West that's, Ham. Um, that's right? not. You know, you've been serious. This is serious. Like, <laughs> I'm not kidding you when I tell you that Declan Rice is. Like, the problem is with a, a defensive midfielder, they don't get a lot of credit. You don't. If you're not watching that player's games, you're really not going to see the job they're doing. You know, and so talk I th- about not a lot of credit. You're not even talking about the actual defensive midfielder who actually will be a future England captain who's playing in this game. Uh, no, I am. Declan Rice. Oh, no. here we go. I thought we were wrapping up, yeah. but this is going to go for another hour now. Is this, are we talking about Phillips? Phillips? Calvin Phillips? Is that what we're talking about? That's <laughs> yeah. I assumed, yeah. You know, well, this will be a very interesting game to watch both of them. And I, look, yeah. credit where it's due. I, I mean, I'm, I'm very... I'm a West Ham fan, but I'm not one of these people who's just going to say something blindly allegiant to my team. Um, Phillips is a cracking player, but he doesn't, I don't think he has the same sort of level of composure and the footballing brain that Declan Rice has. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. It it will be a good comparison to make. I, I don't agree with. Phillips doesn't have a football game, but yeah. Um... But no, but I also put my hands up and say, like, apart from watching the documentary, like I've not watched a lot of Leeds games to see how he plays. You know, he, so he's basically the the everything good that happens in the Leeds game goes through Phillips. If we're without and... Phillips, it's it's just doesn't work. So the fact that he's playing gives me a bit more confidence. If he's in the if he's in the team, yeah, I think we've we've got a good chance. But we'll be interesting to see. I think uh, I think Phillips yeah, has got the edge on Rice, but yeah. Oof. has he though? I, I mean, looking I, at the last few England England squads, 
was who was playing in that position? Forty thousand right backs. Um. And Declan Rice. <laughs> oh, yeah. so, I, I, Adam, you 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 can't do that to me, mate. <laughs> Fucking hell. Gareth Southgate did it. I mean, as far as Gareth Southgate's concerned, Rice is above Phillips in the pecking order. I mean. Uh... Am I wrong? Are you seriously? Are you seriously <laughs> using wrong? Gareth Southgate's judgment, <laughs> managerial judgment, and now look as a as an argument for you? It's not my fault point that he's the argument. England captain. It's not my fault that he's the England manager. Sorry, like I didn't appoint him, but the reality is he is the England manager, and so therefore, despite the fact he's not very good, his opinion matters more than ours. It's like. Giving a reference on Karen Matthews on childcare. <laughs> <laughs> there, are, there, are, there are two things that, that I've realised since you've started talking about this topic. One is you've never seen Leeds play. And the other is you've never seen England play recently. Wow. Because England are fucking shit. And they've got about 15 right backs in there. And it's it's like anti-football. You literally can't watch it. I wouldn't blame you if you'd not seen England play. I haven't, I haven't watched a lot. I've I, only seen about five minutes of yeah, it. Yeah, I've not bothered. Before yeah. I had to uh, avoid suicide by switching it off. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's fair. It's fair. But, but we'll see tomorrow. I mean, yes, we've got a controversial point at the end. Hey, everyone loves a bit of controversy, though. So, you know. I'll do it. Yeah, and and it'll be nice for you guys. It will be nice to see if at the end of the game you guys can hold your hands up on a message after and be like, "You're right, Rice." Yeah, we're is probably a not. We're not that magnanimous. <laughs> we can't do it, so we'll probably say we'll we'll say it internally. We'll probably mention it on the main cast. <laughs> that Rice were decent, but you won't get any message. <laughs> I'm looking Fair. forward to your direct message. Um, <laughs> about twenty minutes in, and you go, "I was wrong about Phillips." Oh, wait. He's, he's he's actually a a god, a footballing I god. I was wrong about Phillips. <laughs> it just looks yeah. good, doesn't it? You know, it might happen, but it will not be twenty minutes in because <laughs> we're West twenty minutes into a West Ham game is not a pic, an accurate picture of what might happen. So, we'll ch- I'll judge him for the whole game. I'll be watching. I'll be watching. Okay, and let's let's end it on that note then. Yeah. So. That was your Roaring Peacock match preview of the Leeds United uh, West Ham game. So uh, you can uh, subscribe to us if you're on YouTube or on your podcast player. You can follow us at Peacock's Roar. Uh, my name is Adonis. You know me as the Adelites. Um, so it's a very goodbye from me. And it's a very goodbye from Small Face Merchant, Riot Badger. Very goodbye, everyone. And it's a very goodbye from... West Ham is the reason he drinks. Adam. <laughs> it sure is. See you later, boys. Thanks for having me on. Cheers, guys. Leeds! <laughs> come on, you wines. Most of our stats come from LUFC Stats or LUFC Data on Twitter. You should probably give them a follow as they're more interesting than us. A very special thanks to Adam Elliott, Adam Warner, Barney Stewart, Cookie, Ewan and Howard Metcalf, Josh Pearson, Laura, Leon and Rob, The Light Show, and all our family and friends.